Hey, this is Ralph Shaheen from Fox Sports, the home of Supercross. You're listening to the Moto X Pod Show, and I'm a Niner fan, and we're going to take the Cowboys down. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Brittany Chisholm. You're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. Episode 87 is kicking off. I got Doc Smith in studio. What's up? What's up, Doc? How you feeling today? Pretty good. Good, good. Yeah, you healing up a little bit? Yeah, we're getting there. Slowly, but we're getting there. Right. Tonight we've got Tyler Antonap, Ben LeMay, and Privateer TJ Albright. It's a little bit of a condensed show. We're recording this on Monday night instead of Tuesday because I'm leaving for Millville tomorrow and won't be back for a week. So we're trying to knock this thing out, give you guys a week's entertainment. Um, yeah, so let's talk about our sponsors because without those guys, we can't do anything. Right off the bat, you guys know all about Shock Socks. They are the original and number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. No one likes replacing fork seals, so ask your local motorcycle shop about Shock Socks. Go to burnmotorsports.com, and you can also find them on Instagram and Facebook. You know that all our graphics on our on the Moto X Pod show bikes are done by MX Girl Designs. She rocks it. She can do graphics, custom graphics for vintage and modern bikes. She can do pretty much any idea you come up with. If you can think of it, she can make it happen. Put it on vinyl and get it on your bike. Contact Charlene at char at mxgirl.com and yeah, that's right. And follow her on Instagram. Tell her the Moto X Pod Show sent you. And as a matter of fact, I just got a package from her Saturday for some really cool things that we're doing for the Patreon gift kits that we've talked about that we're giving away. So those things will be revealed here shortly. When riding dirt bikes, protection is key. All Sport Dynamics is wrist braces are the helmet for your wrists. Top riders like Weston Pike, Adam Cianciarillo, Joey Savacci, Alex Ray, and many more, plus Major League Baseball players, uh, NFL players, pro bull riders, all trust all sport dynamics. Visit motocrosswristbrace.com for info and follow them at wristbraceguy on Instagram. Or you can email, email me, darksidemx3 at AOL, and I can get you hooked up. Last but not least, the Moto X Pod Show is also brought to you by Mad Jack Synthetics. Dane Evans and Mad Jack Synthetics is an independent dealer of Amsoil Synthetic Oils. They are riders, racers, and just all-around fans of dirt bikes. Dane Evans is nationwide with customers and warehouses all across the USA and Canada. And you know that Amsoil supports Moto and is a leader in oil technology. Contact Mad Jack Synthetics at 805-531-9551 or at madjackdiesel.shopamsoil.com. 
follow him on Facebook at Dan Amsoil Guy and Instagram at, at Dan underscore Evans 393. And as with all our sponsors, let them know that we sent you the Moto X Pod show. Means a lot to us, helps our show out. Uh, let's get all this business out of the way. Our patrons, our patron supporters have been kicking some butt. They're, uh, you don't know this, Doc, but they seem to be growing just about weekly. We've got oh, wow. a, quite a few patron supporters really helping us out. Makes uh, these trips like mine coming up to Millville and a few weeks ago to Muddy Creek possible. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, we, we su- appreciate any support we get. You guys go to patreon.com, search out the Moto X Pod Show, and if you feel the need, you can contribute anywhere from a dollar to as much as you guys would like. And it means a lot. And it gives you a chance. You know, this year we've already kind of stopped the entries that are going to go into getting the gifts. Basically, we're putting these gift packs together that have some really cool autograph stuff from professional writers like Adam Ciancerello, Eli Tomac, Michael Moseman, and many others. And we're doing some other things that, you know, some other little things that we're going to give away to all our patron supporters. This is the first year we've had patron. This is going to be the first year gift pack. Next year, if you guys sign up, you guys can get in on next year's, you know, and, and every year hopefully we'll grow it. It's pretty cool. Uh, you guys know that we were we're going to give away a helmet um, that Fly Racing donated JT money with uh, WPS. He he gave us a free helmet. Kirk Hunter with Extreme Colors painted it for me. I picked it up Sunday. The thing is beautiful. It's amazing. I really want to keep it for my collection, but it's going to be going. Uh, it's going to be going to one of you lucky listeners if you've already put your name in the drawing. We're going to be drawing for this thing at Millville um, probably Saturday. i got to get with JT and hopefully Blake Baggett. and help. They're going to help do the drawing. We're going to try to do Instagram Live with it. Uh, definitely record it on my GoPro and post it later. Um, and if you guys remember, if you contacted me and you're a non-patron supporter, you get one entry. If you are a patron supporter, you got three entries. So those guys got three times the chances of winning that helmet. It's just another benefit, along with some of the free, co- the extra content we try to give them on Patreon. Uh, yeah. So, one last thing I have mentioned: the GNC finals are coming up. I believe this coming weekend at Oak Hill. So I want to give you guys that information. And unfortunately, my phone locked me out. So I'm working on getting all that pulled up. Doc, talk. Tell us what's going on with your uh, injury right now. You went to the doctor the other day. Uh, How'd that go? Yeah. So, uh, what was it? Through almost three weeks now, I went to the doctor. They put me in a splint, and uh, I was working out and doing stuff like that. And because uh, I had a little hole in there, and they didn't want to get infected. And uh, I was doing working out after they put me in the splint, and I went back and they pulled the splint off, and the the incision had completely opened up. Yeah, I saw because, the pictures. Yeah, Nasty. because I was sweating so much and all that stuff. So now they uh, they put me in some wet to dry wraps that uh, so they'll just like. Yeah, absorb so the moisture and absorb. Uh, da, da, da. They'll absorb <laughs> the mo- moisture and they'll just help it heal up quicker. Yeah. it's uh, the next day it was looking better. Good, so, good. Okay. Yeah, getting some skin healing up. And that with how they had to do it, it's having to heal from the inside out mm-hmm. instead of just scabbing over and healing up. So sure, it's a little longer healing process, but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, JT Cooley was telling me this weekend about it a little bit, so we're we're glad you're healing up. Yeah. All right, guys, so the GNC finals at Oak Hill are July 21st and July 22nd. They had changed the dates a little bit. You know, they're, they're trying to make it a little more compact, a little bit easier for people to get to and maybe not stay so long. So that's coming up here this coming weekend. 
you guys know all about the GNC finals have been around forever. It's a very um, infamous race. It's really prestigious. You guys need to get out there. If you're anywhere in the area, you can make it. Come out. Support the new owner, Kevin Coleman at Oak Hill. Check this out. This is what he's doing. So he's getting full gate rebates. If a class has 20 riders in it at, at the gate of the drop of Moto 1, they're going to draw names and return the entry fee for that class up to five, uh, to f- uh, five riders if there's 20 riders. If 20 sign up for a class, they're going to give gate fees back or the yeah, get registration fees back to five riders. If 30 riders sign up, they're going to give registration. I keep saying the same thing. Give the money back for seven riders. 40 races show up. They're going to draw and give t- 10 riders their money back. So you could potentially race for free. It's a pretty cool thing he's doing. I, I mean, I mean, who, who wouldn't want to go race for free? That's awesome, right? Exactly. That'd be great. Yeah, I mean, it's expensive. So, yeah, check him out. But um, Oak Hill, Kevin Coleman, follow him on Instagram. Go to oakhillmx.com. Get all the information. I think it's coming up, man. It's going to be here before you know it. I'd like to see him have a major turnout. So let's call TJ. We'll talk about this last weekend, and we'll get to Tyler Entenap here shortly. Hopefully he'll answer. What do you think, Doc? He's out on an oil rig right now, huh? He'll answer. Okay, we'll see. Little radio silence here. Cold calling. Let's steal that. Come on, TJ. That's not your song. Yeah, there you are. What's up, TJ? What's up, man? Oh, we're just sitting here. Our keeper that you're like uh, infringing upon his, um, what do you call it? His rights. His his trademarks and stuff. Copyrights. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, let him know. Tell him him I stole (laughs) the shit. So, TJ, up, we, uh, we got a little time before we get to Tyler Inksnap. Um, I figured I'd call you. I've had a lot of our listeners. They saw my pictures of me riding the Alta. I know how much you want to ride an Alta. So I, thought, oh, that's right. I need to hang up right now. I'm mad at you. I forgot about that. Yeah, well, so I thought it'd be right a good now. time to get you on. We'll talk a little bit about this weekend. So uh, Yeah? Yeah, you, um, you know, yeah, I'm going to tell you and I'm going to tell our listeners – if you can afford one, <laughs> go buy one because they're badass. Dude, my my only fear, and dude, I love the Alta and I love the design of it, and everything's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm just so afraid that I'd go out and drop the twelve grand for one, which I think it's probably worth it because of no maintenance. I'm not getting on about the price, and then like Honda comes out with one. Right, I can see that. I mean. Um, there's going to be competition and probably price reductions, probably pretty heavy in the next few years. I would just imagine if it does, if it's anything like technology usually is. Yeah, I know, and which is a good thing. Yeah, and and my first thought was it was going to wind up being like the Cannondale. You remember that bike was <laughs> yeah. revolutionary and everybody loved it, and then it wound up being a piece of crap. But and I haven't heard anything negative about them so far as far as reliability and longevity and build right. quality, so that's awesome. Well, all I can attest to is the little bit of time I got on it, and I jumped on this little sidetrack. I don't even know what they call it at Three Palms. It basically had one little roller jump, and I yeah. was I was actually told uh, yesterday that I, apparently I was going the wrong way on it. Somebody that's a local down there, actually, Char from MX Girl, she's like, yeah. she's lucky there was nobody else on there. You were going the wrong way, which I didn't know. But yeah, it was basically just a haul ass flat track, you know. So I I can't attest to the suspension. Obviously, I trust Chris Kiefer and those guys on that. But the thing is so fast. I took off, never used Map One, started in Map Two, took a lap, came, and it seemed really fast in Map Two. 
and then I kind of did another half lap, and I just adjusted it, hit the button on the fly, cut back over, made two laps in map three, and then I jumped up to map four, and that some bitch just pulled like it never it was never ending. Like it had more than enough power for an amateur rider of my ability. Like they, yeah, I, I know and they compare. I, and, and, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I know they're comparing it to a 250F. That's what they say. All I know is at my lower level ability, when I twisted the throttle come out of the corner, that sucker stood up and pulled. And I mean, it like I didn't need any more power than what it offered from on that track and the way I can ride. From what I understand, part of people, a lot of guys ride it in that three map. Uh, yeah. Makes the battery last longer. It doesn't overheat. You know, it has less chance to overheat. And it's more manageable, but also it's like it's got the horsepower of a 250. But I think those torque numbers and the way it pulls is a lot more 450-ish. I mean, to uh, me, it, I didn't feel like it had any less power than my bike. Like I, I can't, I haven't rode a 250F right. maybe maybe once ever, so I can't yeah. I can't even remotely compare. But right. my understanding is when you ride a 250, you, you probably got to use a clutch a little more, right, to get the power, get the RPMs up, kind of like ride a two-stroke. Depending on how you, you Momentum. Ride, okay, yeah. well, this bike obviously has no clutch, so you, tw- you just twist the throttle and it goes. <laughs> like, there's no, like, oh, shit, I got I to gotta feather the, th- the clutch because the, the sand is deep. You just twist the throttle and the bitch pulls. That's awesome. And um, like I said, I'm... I, I just got to figure out how I can quit paying for DOS racing, and then I can afford one. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, you just said you, you just said I got to figure out how. Well, you just quit paying for it. Stop. But the, but the kids putting in work, and the kids putting in He's work. He's sitting here eating to, a, a cheese stick and some beef jerky looking thing. He's not working. What? I mean, the he has been pulled over my eyes. Dark side is opening. Yeah, oh, opening that, up my definitely. eyes. Uh, <laughs> we know he's injured, so got, he can't. He can't do I a lot. I got some cowies for. I got some cowies for sale. If anybody needs some cowies, yeah, for sell those cowies yeah, and get, get all nineteens. <laughs> <laughs> we um. Uh, hey, no, I I can't do that. I just sent off some wheels to get built by John. He actually texted me at today. W. Like, Where's your wheels? I need to build them. Yeah, at John. W. John Anderson at W. Yeah, so he's like, "Where's your wheels? I need to get them built." I guess he's making a run of of doing the crea the, the crea coat or whatever it is, Cerakote. Cerakote, yeah, cool, so, right on. Yeah, yeah, John Anderson is awesome. You guys, anybody that listens, I'm sure has heard about them through Pulp and everything. But John is a a great dude, really awesome moto Ooh. community guy. It was so great because I called him up and I'm like, "Hey, this is this is where we're at. This is where my son's at. I think I need to buy a complete set of wheels." He talked to me, and he asked me some questions, and it was awesome. And he was like, look, I can tell you a complete set of wheels, but for what you're doing, you do not need them. And the stuff that you have, I can build it as strong as and lighter than with, I mean, and he's like, we can do this, this, and he puts these things together, and I'm like, awesome, because it wasn't like he was trying to upsell me just yeah, to yeah. upsell me. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely, uh, yeah, he's he's good he people. Was, he, I say that every week, but with people, but yeah, he's, <laughs> but he's, yeah, he is. And he was just like, this is what you need. You do not need more than this. If you buy more than this, you're wasting your money. And anybody who can save me money is <laughs> one of my best friends. Right. Right. So, for sure. Well, I told him that I could give weed to run for his money on cheapness and he just <laughs> started laughing. I think, I think he could. 
Yeah, that's funny, man. <laughs> that's funny. So, hey, um, we I talked a little bit ago about the the helmet that. Um, my new helmet. Yeah, Kirk Hunter. Kirk Hunter with extreme colors painted. What do you think of that? You got to yeah. see it. Nobody else has. What do you think? That, that's my new helmet. No. Like, dude, it is. Did Doc see it? Ah, uh, no, I haven't shown it. Shown it to Doc yet. He's he's not in oh, the he's not is. in the in crowd. He's outside the circle. Oh, the, the more he's in the show, the closer he gets to the circle, and it is epically good. Like, like I've seen a lot of his paint jobs. Yeah. But this one is so clean and so like. It could fit any bike. It could work with, with. I mean, just the design is so cool. Um, well, and the cool thing like, is, like I said, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say the cool thing is, Kirk, when I picked it up, he's like, hey, I'd like to do one or two more of these a year, like two or three a year for you guys. We'll just keep doing it. Wow. So awesome. I'm working on some deals with getting some more helmets um, to keep doing that kind of stuff. So if we could do a couple, two or three a year, I'll tell you about that off the air, but. Yeah, we we may yeah. be able to do a few of these. Yeah you, yeah, you told me you told me about that, and that is awesome. And I'm telling you, like a like a lot of times he goes. I've seen some of his stuff that he that he he did one he did for me, and other ones I like a, I, at the time. I liked a lot of loud colors. I guess mm-hmm. I'm maybe getting older, and now the colors on this helmet are so awesome. Like like they, I don't know. It's just I don't know it comes up where he continues to come up with these great ideas. But this one is really cool. I agree. I think it's it's a beautiful helmet, and we are going to unveil that probably Saturday at Millville. Um, so yeah, it's going to be somebody's somebody's going to win that helmet this weekend. JT is tossing the idea around of, of buying a ticket going to Millville. Yeah, he he uh, so. he texted me when I was on my way here. <laughs> JT Cooley, not JT Jason Thomas. Right. No. Yeah. JT Cooley. Yeah. 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 Well, cool, man. So, uh, cool. I guess you're stuck out there in West Texas for a little while, huh? Yeah, I got another week or so. So, I'll be out here for another week and a day, I guess, whatever today is Monday. I try to do it so early. So, a week and two days, and then I get to come home and hopefully do some dirt bike ride. Cool, man. All right. Well, uh, I will holler you holler at you after the show. All right, guys. Have a good one. All right. See ya. DJ TJ, Doc Smith's dad. Yeah, your dad's pretty good to you, man. He's taking care of you. He's missing out on his fun so that you can rock and roll. All right, guys, we're going to go into our first little break, and we'll be back with Tyler Entry now. It is important to be able to focus on a single 
We're back with our first guest of the night who is brought to you by Mad Jack Synthetics. Dane Evans and Mad Jack Synthetics is an independent dealer of Amsoil Synthetic Oils. You know that Amsoil supports Moto. So give them a contact at Mad Jack Synthetics at 805-531-9551 or hit up Dane at Dane Amsoil Guy on Instagram. First guest of the night is the seven deuce trace, Tyler Entignap. What up, Tyler? What up, guys? Glad to be back. Glad to be on the show tonight. It's gonna be a good night. Hell yeah, we're always excited to have you on. You bring the you bring the heat every time, the fire, the best dressed. <laughs> Freaking that. You better believe the lick kit, you mean. <laughs> I know, I know what's up, but you know, we got we always gotta have that little back and forth with that. Oh yeah. But yeah, uh, no, exactly. Controversy is always good. <laughs> well, Tyler, right off the bat, man, um, I know you've been back riding. You've done a little racing at REM and some local stuff. How are you feeling? What kind of physical therapy are you still going through? Um, yeah, no, I've been actually on the bike and training, like, you know, full bore for about a month and a half now. And actually, everything's doing really good. Just kind of what's lacking right now is the um, single leg strength is really just, taking, you know, a long time to get back to, you know, my right leg is significantly stronger than my left leg, just like independently, you know. Sure. I've been working really hard on that in the gym, but, you know, riding and bicycling and everything like that's going really good. I've been working with MX Clinic out in Southern California like three days a week, and that's been freaking working awesome and been practicing with Addy. And, you know, my speed's actually coming back pretty quick, and, you know, just trying to get. I'm gonna give Washugo a shot okay. next week, so we'll see. I'm not really, you know, I'm not putting too much expectation on it. I just kind of want to see where I'm at and where my speed is. Sure. As far as like, you know, my program right now, and then that'll give me, you know, a good, you know, mark for the off season to kind of work towards Monster Cup and uh, Supercross. Have you done any Supercross riding since you've been back on the bike or pretty much just a little moto? Yeah, no, I've just been doing motocross like 100%, just getting my suspension dialed in for that. Yeah. I'll probably want to start Supercross probably for another couple months. Okay, all right. So um, do you have anything lined up yet for next year, or are you guys still just trying to get through the the, the time being, the current time being right now? Um, There's a few things kind of in the works, but, you know, nothing very promising, nothing like locked down as the for Supercross next year. You know, there's some good stuff. We've been talking with some privateers, and, you know, we've been talking to a few teams here and there, but nothing solid whatsoever, you know, just kind of still talking to everybody, seeing what everybody's plans are, and seeing where budget's at and everything yeah, like it's that. Yeah, so. it's still pretty good ways out, so I was just curious. Yeah, um, yeah. I just wanted to ask, like, how hard is it being on Privateer Island, and how do you make money doing that, and how are you paying all your bills that way? Uh, since I didn't do Supercross, and I had like I was pretty much just you know couch sitting for five months. I had to go work for my dad for at least like I think I just got done like a couple weeks ago, so I worked for him for like two and a half months, and then did riding schools and saved up kind of you know pretty good cushion so I can train for at least you know two or three months without like doing any work or anything like that and then um you know i might have to go back to work and then in the next couple months but um hopefully i can pick up a few you know riding jobs here and just kind of keep on doing motocross schools right to kind okay. of float until supercross 
Yeah, tell us a little bit about those schools. Uh, one of our show friends, she's been on the show. Her name is Elizabeth Hooker. She was scheduled to do one, and she had something come up and wasn't able to make it. But uh, how are your schools going? And you know, and what what do you focus on? What kind? Um, the schools have actually been going freaking amazing, and um, everybody that's been coming to them has been having like a really good time. And so kind of what me and Addie have been doing, we've been doing um, 10 Rider Max for schools, and then me and Addie have been teaming up doing motocross schools, and then we split them into two groups of five. So Addie takes five for the day, I take five, so everybody kind of gets a lot of one-on-one you know, time with yeah. one of us. So everybody kind of gets it, but they've been going awesome. Like, um, what we mainly focus on is this, like, you know, foot position, basic technique, you know, elbows up, vision, and then you know, you got to make it unique to everyone's skill level. Mm-hmm. So we've been, you know, we've had ranges of like even like three weeks ago, I had two kids come out that never rode a dirt bike in their life. So, like, I seriously, like, taught them how to ride and, like, where the clutch is, where the shift <laughs> is, braking and everything. Like, didn't know absolutely nothing. And then, you know, and then we have, like, vet riders who kind of know how to ride and have their bad habits and stuff like that. So, everything, you know, we try to teach, like, basic techniques. There's basic techniques that we teach, and then there's also, you know, another part of the school where it's just kind of tuned for your skill level and what you need to work on personally. Sure. I, I would imagine a school with you and your brother is probably one of the most fun schools anybody could go to. <laughs> yeah, no, we keep it light and we keep it, you know, fun at, like always. So, and, and if somebody's interested in an upcoming, you know, class or, or finding out when one comes up, do they just find that on a website, one of your websites, Adam's website? How do they yeah, find Yeah, so uh, the best way, to, best way to find out about it or just to know about it is probably to DM me or Addy. Or, you know, just follow each one of us on the Instagram. We usually post it, um, you know, a week or two in advance and stuff like that. Cool, man. That's Yeah, that's cool. So I want to switch switch gears here a little bit. Um, you know, obviously I follow you on Instagram, and you posted a picture the other day with your brother and a bunch of, I guess, buddies and stuff on dirt bikes, and you're sitting there on a beat-up, clapped-out quad. Tell me about this. <laughs> oh, so that picture was back when I – first kind of how i don't know it's just that's kind of just how i started in like the motor vehicle <laughs> you know and the whole riding things and stuff like that like i rode bicycles when i was that young but like when my dad um got me a quad i think i was like three or four years <laughs> okay. old like barely knew how to do anything and um that's where i started was on that little 50 yamaha quad and that picture was actually taken. We used to live in this place called the Vandenberg Village, and there used to be this flat riding area called the Devil's Ditch or whatever, and it was this big, like, half-pipe, like, uh, natural terrain ditch that you usually just hop in, and then you pin it, and then you literally just jump out the other side on the flat. <laughs> and just, you know, you would be out there all day with the five-gallon gas can just doing laps and circles and just, motoring and everything that's awesome though man yeah i can't really bust your balls too much i mean hell when i was that age well i was a little bit older than that i was riding a three-wheeler so you know (laughs) yeah hey so i got a i got a listener question here from dmc govney underscore 23 he wants to know what clutch what kind of clutches you run and why 
So I've actually been running the recluse torque drive clutch for probably the last three or four years, and I absolutely wouldn't use any other clutch whatsoever just because, um, one, it's such a good design of a clutch, and two, you will not beat the longevity of how long it lasts and how much grip it gives your bike and how consistent it is. Awesome. Yeah, I've never got to run a recluse. Uh, well, I should say that. I, I ran one in a buddy's bike like three laps or something, you know, but I've really never yeah, got this. So, so what a lot of people get mixed up, so recluse has a couple different types of clutches. So recluse has a normal torque drive clutch, and it uses just like a regular normal motorcycle clutch, like a shift gear. Yeah. You can't, like, they'll stall out if you drop the clutch too quick. And then they have their other clutch. They have two types of auto clutches. They have one that runs stock plates, and they also have um, an auto torque drive clutch with, like, a really good hybrid clutch what Addy used to run, and that thing works amazing. So there's an auto clutch that you can, you know, leave in gear. You don't have to use a clutch, but you can use it if you right. want. And torque drive, that's just a all-around, just normal dirt bike clutch. Just the plates are, you know, custom-made by recluse. The basket is, the you know, and the torque drive has twice as many plates. They're thinner, so it creates more traction. Okay. It's amazing. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know a lot about that stuff, man, because I just, all I know is I look at the prices on clutch plates and stuff, and I'm like, damn, I need to quit using my yeah. clutch. <laughs> yeah, yeah I use up. I use the Henson, and I love it. For going from stock, I was burning them up a lot because I got off a two-stroke. So I was burning them up to begin with, and we got the Henson, and it made a huge difference. Like, But we had some issues with a clutch lever that was actually burning them up too. So, so we switched yeah. back, and I and haven't had any issues with stock stuff now. Yeah, and then two, if you get the torque drive clutch on from Recluse, so if you buy the basket, they actually have these stainless steel inserts, these like insert washers that flip in the basket that protect your basket from the fibers hitting your basket. Oh wow! And so the yeah, so the slips protect your basket. And when those wear out, then you just replace the slips and not the whole entire you know, basket, so it's a, you know, it's a cheaper way to run a clutch in the long run, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it sounds like it, because the basket's definitely the most expensive part, so yeah. Yeah. Or or you could just do what I did this weekend and, and get an Alta. Well, I didn't get one. I rode one. <laughs> oh, shit. How did that go? I kind of fell in love, man. Really? Yeah, because, first of all, you know, I'm sure at, at a level of you and your brother – Maybe it wouldn't be the same thing, but for just a, a amateur vet rider that kind of cruises and isn't that fast, and look, my technique's not great. I don't keep my fingers on the levers, and I think a lot of that is why I struggle sometimes. I get cramps and arm pumps because I'm moving my hands around too much, and on that thing, yeah. you don't have to use a clutch. You just twist the throttle, and the son bitch rips. Yeah, I heard. No, I've seen, like, Keeper does a lot of testing on him, yeah. and um, that thing rips. I mean, I don't know if I would ever race one. Right. It'd be sweet just to, you know, take it and maybe, you know, do some single track trails and some mountain bike trails and stuff like that. Yeah, it would be good for that. You know, and I went through all the, they had a demo out there. I was at Three Palms down in Houston and they had a guy, Larry Hughes, who's the Texas rep, had one out there for demo and, 
I don't know. I ran t- like about five laps, and I went through all the maps except for map one, which is the beginner map. And yeah, man, I think it just rips, dude. You go in the corner, just twist the throttle, and I, I pulling the front wheel off the ground and wheeling over little humps. And my yeah. buddies, my buddies were like, dude, you're faster on that than you on on your Honda. <laughs> I don't know. So <laughs> it was, you know, the the sound was kind of weird, you know, because you don't have the motor, you just have that RC car sound. Yeah. But honestly, I ride, I think I've probably told you this, I ride with music anyway. So, shit, I just cracked the music up and it didn't make much difference. Oh, dang, that's crazy. So, yeah, I I loved it. I mean, I just, I can't afford one, but it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty sweet. I mean, I would love to just try one for a day and just kind of see what it's all about. Yeah, well, I'll, uh, what I'll, 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 we know the CEO of, of, Alta, he's been on our show a few times. I'll hit him up and give him your info, and man, maybe he can uh, rank yeah. some. Yeah, no, that'd be sweet. Sweet, I'll do that when we get I'll off the air. Yeah, I'll do that when we get off the air. But um, hey, I want to ask you a little bit. You know, you haven't really, you know, you've been injured all summer. But what do you think about the series so far? I mean, there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on outdoors. Two fifty, four fifty. What do you think overall about the series? Dude, honestly, um, it's been a bummer with the injuries and stuff like that with the outdoor series, you know, with Christian Craig, you know, turning his ACL and then, you know, Jeremy Martin, yeah. you know, Jason doing his back and stuff. That's just crazy. And you never want to see that, but it's definitely an interesting outdoor series. And, uh, I mean, I'm really liking Aaron Plessinger for 250, mm-hmm. and then we'll see how Eli Tomac bounces back from that horrible weekend he had in Redbud. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's such a bummer deal. I mean, what was he like, thirty-two points up, and yep. then he left the weekend three points down. Yeah, that's a big I mean, swing. That's, that's a huge swing, and you know, I personally think Eli Tromack's pretty mental. So, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a huge test for him to see if he can just put that behind him and really just go out there and moto and lay it down like he knows how to. Yeah, I agree. I do think that the mental side of it is probably a bigger proportion for Eli than a lot of the other riders, and yeah. and and maybe that's what's hurt him in some past championships and Supercross. And hopefully he can turn. Yeah, like you say, hopefully he can turn around. And you know, I want to see a close battle all the way to, all the way to the yeah. end. I really like that. I'm glad that Marvin's back in it. Basically, you know, and I like Marvin, oh, sure. and I, and I want to see him have a. I want to see Barsha get up in there. I'd love to see him. I'd love to see a three way battle yeah. at the last race at, you know, in Indiana where it, one, you know, it, they have to beat each other. That would be awesome. No, I know. That would be sick. And, too, I think with this off week, too, it kind of helps Kenny, you know, heal up a little bit with any, you know, soreness he had from sure. pretty much making up for not being able to race, you know, whatsoever before the series. So you never know after this break he might be, Cooking off a wing here in Millville or Washougal, you know. Yeah, that we'll see. he's been massively impressive. You know, we all know how great he is, but to come back from those injuries and be as good as he has been, I didn't expect it that yeah. quick. To be honest, I just I didn't. Yeah, no, I mean, I kind of expect it to be. As I've been hanging out with Kenny, I just know how superhuman he is and how <laughs> determined he is. Yeah. So I mean, we can't. You can't honestly, he's one of those kids that you can never time out no matter what, you know? So, yeah. So, hopefully, he can start clicking off wins like he did at Red, but it'd be sick and it would 
you know, I, it would put the pressure on everybody for next year, you know? Absolutely, yeah. I'm, I'm heading up to Millville tomorrow morning, so I'm leaving out. So I'm looking forward to some good racing. Yeah. Oh, so you're going to go? Yeah, I'm racing Amateur Day on Friday, and then, of course, doing the media stuff Saturday, and then we're racing Sunday, uh-huh. too, I think. Nice. How's the weather looking? Uh, my group text with my buddies we're going with earlier said rain looks like a mutter. So I'm I'm trying not to even look because I'm I don't want to I I just don't want it to happen. So yeah yeah yeah. I mean, if, hopefully it won't rain. I, I I don't know yet. We'll we'll see when we get there. Was Millville where is that the race that Ricky Carmichael lapped everybody? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I in the mud. It, I yep. think it was. Yep, in the mud. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Freaking well, man. hey, I, I don't know. You know. I feel like I ride pretty well in the mud, so maybe that will help me on Amateur Day if it does rain. We'll see. Yeah, you never know. Hey, so my last question, um, again, with the Nationals, uh, had a couple takeouts on Fortner. He saw uh, Alex Martin uh-huh. tank him out and then Plessinger. Any thoughts on those two incidents? I, I, I shouldn't say they are takeouts, but they were, I don't think either one was intentional. Yeah, I don't think – I don't think they're super intentional – but I definitely know that it seems like Forkner, it kind of everybody doesn't really, I wouldn't say respect Forkner in that matter, but they definitely, you could tell that none of them let off. Yeah. You know, when they see Forkner. They were expecting Forkner to let off. And, you know, every I think Forkner's still finding his place and still kind of has that rookie mentality. And a lot of riders don't give Forkner respect you know, much he needs, but I didn't see any let off by anyone in any of those takeouts, so <laughs> it kind of seems like they're out to get everybody right now, you know? Yeah, yeah, I can see that, yeah, for sure. Well, it's definitely <laughs> made it exciting. Yeah, no, it definitely makes it interesting, and some really good highlight reels, some <laughs> really good Instagram videos, and, you know, some memes coming up real quick for sure. Absolutely. Well, give me your winners in each class this weekend before we let you go. Um, I'm saying Alex Martin for 250 because that's pretty much his home track. Okay. And then I'm saying Justin Justin Barsha for the W. I like that pick. That's actually my pick for, for Millville. Yeah. yeah. I think it's about time that Justin Barsha won. He I agree. He real good at Redbud and had some steam, and I know he kept on working in the off or in this off week, so yeah, he'll be good. Yeah, we had him on last week, man, and he's fired up and he's ready. Hell yeah, yeah. No, I'm interested to see what happens. Well, Tyler, thank you, man, for coming on tonight. Uh, you always say yes when I ask you, and I appreciate that. It means a lot to us, man. Hey, no problem. I'm happy to be on, like always, and. Uh, got to get the show some more viewers you know yeah we we need them man so yeah hey yeah do a do a retweet for us later when i when i tag you hell yeah you know it all right tyler thanks so much man you be safe and i'll holler at you soon all right sounds see good. you man see you buddy later later guys man i like tyler and adam those are just yeah, good guys I I i catch myself saying this every time we talk to somebody how much <laughs> i like them and how much ni- how nice they are and, and I, you know, I've been called, I've been told I'm too nice, but they're just nice people, dude. It's Definitely, so, yeah. There's this fun, I, man. I, I love this them, sport. Yeah. I love this sport. Freaking love it. Cannot wait to get to Millville this weekend. Can't wait for Supercross to start again. 
Can't wait wait to race my get to go racing myself. I freaking love it, man. You know, it's kind of funny. Like, I almost didn't want to come over and do the show tonight. I have so much going on. I got to get ready to go tomorrow. I'm tired. But when I'm here, I'm like, I'm so excited. I love this shit. Love yeah, it. It's it's fun, even though I don't really talk that much. It's it's still yeah. Fun. You know, look, you're you're young. How old are you right now? Seventeen. Seventeen. I mean, you're still a little shy. You're still finding your place. You're a quiet kid anyway. I get it. I mean, it's, nobody. You're, you do a great job on here, man. So don't don't <laughs> don't be down. I mean, listen to me. I, I hem and haw and stutter and trying to find my thoughts. I'm not that good at this either. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to the first commercial break of the night, and we will be back with Ben Lemay. Hey, this is Ryan Dungey, and you're listening to the Moto X-Pod Show. Hey, Kylie. Does your husband have to deal with leaking shafts? No way, Kathy. He uses Shock Socks, the original and number one 10-second removable fork sill protector. Looks like the best way to keep grit and grime out of your fork sills. So, if you don't want the headache and expense of constantly replacing fork sills, get Shock Socks. Go to ShockSocks.com and visit them on Facebook to pick your color. And don't forget, they are available for street bikes too. Darkside here. Are you guys in the market for a set of new custom graphics? Are you tired of the same old basic layouts the big box companies offer? Well, if so, then you need to check out MX Girl Designs. From custom graphic kits, stickers, reproductions, and even vintage, MX Girl does it all. Call or text Char at 936-828-1472 or email Char, C-H-A-R, at mxgirl.com, and that's mxgirl, G-U-R-L, and tell her Moto X-Pod sent you. Madjack Synthetics is an independent dealer of Amsoil Synthetic Oils. Amsoil has been around for 45 years and was the first company to bring synthetics to the general public in 1972. Since then, Amsoil has led the way in application-specific oils and fluids designed solely for your cars, trucks, motorcycles, boats, and more. We understand what your needs are when it comes to protecting your investments, whether it be your motorcycles or the vehicle you use to transport your motorcycles. Dane Evans and Mad Jack Synthetics is nationwide with customers and warehouses all across the USA and Canada. By joining the Preferred Customer Program, anybody can buy Amsoil products factory direct at wholesale pricing. Want to stock it at your shop or use it on your fleet of vehicles for your business? Would you like to become an Amsoil dealer and have a tax write-off for your trips to the track or trail and start selling Amsoil to your friends and fellow racers? With Amsoil, you get free shipping on orders over $100, even when you are a wholesale customer. Contact Dane Evans to find out how it all works. We at Mad Jack Synthetics are riders and racers just like the guys at the Moto X-Pod show. We know what you need to keep you in the game week in and week out. Amazon Incorporated is a sponsor of many of your favorite series. Monster Energy Supercross, Snowcross, ATV MX, Daytona Bike Week, the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally, GNCC, King of the Hammers, Hot August Nights Car Show, and Motorcycle Mechanics Institute. Contact Dane and tell him the Moto X-Pod show sent you. Let him help you save money on your maintenance using Amsoil. Contact Dane at 805-531-9551 or toll-free at 855-623-5225 or at madjackdiesel.shopamsoil.com. Like us and contact us on Facebook at Dane Amsoil Guy, on Twitter at Dane underscore Evans 393, 
and on Instagram at Dane underscore Amsoil Guy. What's up, Moto X Pod listeners? This is Darkside, and as motocross racers, one of our top priorities is safety. That's why All Sport Dynamics wrist braces are one of my favorite products. All Sport Dynamics sees themselves as the Picasso of safety braces. Their passion for design and developing beautiful braces never stops. They've had the privilege to work with some of the largest names in the sports industry and have established a reputation for always bringing innovation to the table with every brace. For the pro chasing the championship or the six-year-old whose mom wants to avoid a broken bone, please try All Sport Dynamic Wrist Braces. Go to motocrosswristbrace.com or check out Instagram at wristbraceguy or call 936-569-1003 and ask for Jeff Brewer or Gary White. And keep in mind, these are the wrist braces that Justin Bogle, Joey Savacci, Weston Pike, Adam Cianciarello, Matt Gerke, and Brock Tickle wear in their pro careers. Check them out, All Sports Dynamic Braces. What's up? Seven Deuce Trace here on the Moto X Pod Show. All right, we're back again. Uh, our next guest is brought to you by Shock Socks, the original and number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. Guys, if you don't like replacing fork seals, you need to check out Shock Socks at BurnMotorsports.com or go to your local dealership and ask them about Shock Socks, and you can follow them on Instagram and Facebook. Shan Garcia is a good buddy of the show, so go, go check them out, get you some Shock Socks, and it will definitely uh, help protect your uh, fork seals. Our next guest tonight is Phoenix Racing's Rockstar, Rockford Fosgate's Ben LeMay. What's up, Ben? Hey, man. How are you guys? We're doing good. We're uh, we're doing a, a night early. I'm a little bit off my uh, my normal program because I'm leaving in the morning for Millville. So I was uh, really appreciative of you answering and coming on tonight. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited to come on. What uh, what do you what do you heading to Millville so early for? Uh, well, we're driving straight. We're gonna leave at one tomorrow. We're gonna drive straight through. So we'll be there Wednesday, and then we're doing practice on Wednesday. Thursday, I guess. Practice on Thursday. Amateur race day is Friday. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then all the media. Well, I guess media day is also Thursday this this week, I think. So, because we're racing cool. Friday. So, I'll be up there doing the media stuff on Thursday. Sweet. Yeah, it's my first time. I'm pretty stoked, other than I was told there's a little rain in the forecast, but Doc just pulled it up, and it looks like it might be okay. Yeah, there's a little bit, but not too much. Yeah, you won't be disappointed. It's, it's, uh, Probably, it's hard to say that Millville or Red Bull what's the best, but um, I think for sure, spectating-wise, Millville have got it hands down. That's what so I hear. Definitely, yeah. yeah. I hear it's kind of sandy. Like I was at Three Palms this it weekend is. at the GP track, and I was told it's a lot like that. Uh, nah, no? I would, I would say an eighth of the track is sandy, which is the sand rollers, okay. and the rest of it is just a regular kind of i want to say clay but just the regular dirt okay well, that, that makes me a little happier because i suck in the sand <laughs> yeah no nah, it's you, you got about one two three four four corners and then you'll be good <laughs> cool cool well i'm not fast anywhere so it doesn't really matter i'm just looking forward to having a good time and um yeah man so hey ben tell us a little bit about this new team that you you're on this year uh you and heath harrison um let us tell us about it yeah, so um, a couple of guys just, you know, put together a team and uh, 
called Phoenix Racing, um, and, and really the, the, the goal behind it is just to go out racing and have a good time. And, uh, and so he, they were friends with Heath um, before they started the team, and so that was originally the plan was just to go racing with him, and then um, I was with TPJ, and I wasn't under a contract or anything, and I was doing pretty well, and um, they were able to offer me a little bit better of a deal than what I had previously. So mm-hmm. um, I jumped across and went to Phoenix Racing, and um, everything's been going really well. I've been working with Honda quite a bit and um, trying to get improvements and, um, you know, just, just learning learning new things still and uh, developing stuff, hoping to continue into next year. Yeah, it seems like the, it was probably a fairly smooth transition because you stayed on Hondas, you're still in fly racing. Looks like you got to keep a lot of your your sponsors, huh? Yeah, there wasn't wasn't a whole lot of change, to be honest. Uh, I mean, I'm still running race tech suspensions. I, I got the same exact stuff that I had before. and um, We've been kind of playing with a little bit of motor, motor stuff here and there, but, um, yeah, I mean... I mean, maybe like bars and, and sprockets and grips is about all I've changed. So, right. Uh, it's pretty easy. So, what what are your thoughts on the season so far? I mean, you've gotten, uh, you know, pretty much 17, 18, 19. That's where you've been overall. Uh, you had a 15 at Glen Helen. Um, Southwick didn't go very well. How do you feel about it, though? I mean, are you, I, I would assume you want a little better, but, you know, like, I mean, are you okay with your season so far? No. Um, it's pretty, I mean, when you look at the overall uh, sheet, it looks pretty pathetic in my eyes. And um, I just haven't put together two motos. And right. whether it's whether it's a, a, a 12th or 13th and then a 20th, or whether it's bad start and coming from 35th up to 15th or whatever, um, I just haven't been able to put two motos together. And it's really been frustrating because, I'm not. My speed isn't 18th or 17th, but it's just every weekend it, it happens to put me up overall at 17th or 18th again. It's like, but I'm not. I'm not worried about it. I'm not like you know stressing about it because the team sees more yeah. than what just the paper says, and uh, they know. And, and you know the people that are in my you know program understand what I do and the and the struggles or, or the the uh, you know goals that I have for myself. Um, so the people that are in our, our, our circle, we're not worried about it. You know, right. Everybody else looking in might look kind of like, man, what's his deal? He's getting twentieth, eighteenth, seventeenth, whatever. But um, I think you know I still got I think what five rounds ago. So, yeah, I think so. Um, I'm not worried about it. I'm, I'm looking for some top tens for sure here this weekend. Uh, and in the coming weeks after that yeah that that'd be great because i mean definitely I, i'll be honest you know obviously i'm watching them on tv most of the time and and you you, you know you, you don't necessarily get a lot of tv time so it's like man where's ben at you know and then you look across the board and yeah you'll have some good motos you'll have some bad motos and i mean obviously that's just racing things happen and and it's unfortunate sometimes but i know that your talent wise you're better than that for sure Yep, yep, for sure. I've done it. I've done it year after year, so I know <laughs> I know the and stuff, and uh, it, it'll come. Right now, is this team planning on going Supercross racing in nineteen? Uh, yeah. So we're uh, the plan is um, Supercross and outdoors next year. 
um, riders and stuff, that's still undetermined. And okay. I don't even know if I'm going to be up, but um, the team itself will, will be racing. Right. So, okay. Uh, but, yeah, it'll, uh, we're still kind of developing everything. And and I assume that your relationship with Ted Parks is still a, a, a good relationship, correct? Yeah, yeah. So we uh, we parted ways on good terms. Yeah. Everything was was all good. He was happy for me moving forward with um, you know a better program, and that's what he's there for. Is, exactly. You know to to provide uh, you know the privateers to to uh, perform. You know, like so here's. Here's what I'm going to give you. Now it's your turn to go out there and do your thing. So yeah, um, that's what he provided me to Supercross and in the beginning of outdoors. Yeah, he he pretty much said the same thing to me at Muddy Creek. He man, I'm, you know, he was happy for you, and you, you got you got a little better offer. And yeah, that's I mean, Ted is such a good person and and so important. To, in my opinion, he's one of the most important people in this industry for what he does for the privateers. Yeah, um, I mean, he, he, he really is a good guy, and yeah. he's super important, you know, because you, you have to start somewhere, and he definitely has a great program with sponsors that can provide a rider to perform and get results if they really, truly want it. You know, there there's those riders that, you know, just want to go to the race, and then there's the riders that want to perform and get results, and he has the tools if you want to do that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so tell me a little bit. You've been in X Brand for a while, and now I, you know, I think you're doing some of the rep stuff at the nationals. And and uh, RT was telling me, I guess your your girlfriend your, or your fiance, I'm not sure which. I apologize, but she's doing a lot of it, uh, the the stuff at the nationals. But how'd that come about? And how much of that of your time does that take? Yeah. Um, so me and my wife both do the uh, X Brand goggle stuff, and um, it's not it's really fun um it's not not that much time out of my schedule so i'm not uh you know worried about it she does quite a bit of it um and you know at the race i don't really do much at all she okay. she takes care of all the goggles all the riders picks up all the goggles afterwards um you know and and, and then like you know obviously on race day i'm busy doing my thing so right. if somebody needs more tear off or you know lenses or whatever she she has it so and this um yeah i've been we talked with Rich before the season. He was looking for a guy, and I said, you know, you might as well, I'll do it. You know, she'll do it. Yeah. We're going to the races already, so, you know, it's kind of a no-brainer. Absolutely, yeah. And did, does she build them, too? I mean, will she change lenses and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. So, be, you know, beforehand, that's what we told Rich. I was like, you know, she she builds my goggles oh, cool. in the years past, the race and all that. So, she's not, she doesn't know what she's doing. She she can build lenses and stuff or, or you know, build a, cut them all together. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I oversee it a little bit, you know, just to make sure everything's double-checked and everything, you know, it's all good and everyone's got Because some guys like more tear off, some guys don't need it. Some want clear, smoke, blue. Right. You know, just, 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 you know, getting it for each guy. Dude, I, you know, I, I say on here all the time, X-Brand's not a sponsor of our show. They're one of my sponsors, and, of course, I rep for them out here a little bit. And, man, I sell those things like crazy at uh, i sold at three palms i bet 10 pair sold out of out of uh tariffs completely and people love them yeah they they're really good um they're definitely a underrated company yeah. um you know a lot of guys they're on the 100 percent or oakley or scott bandwagon and they don't really look at x brand and i there's only only a handful of guys that run them and i i think they're you know any 
just as good as Oakley or 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 Scott. Um, I think those are probably the two best companies uh, that that are competing wise. You know right. what I mean? So I've never had a problem with my X brand goggles. Um, there's been so many times in the mud where guys have thrown goggles, and I've had mine on the whole time. So yep, um, yep. I have no reason to no reason to complain on my end. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, and I've I tell everybody I know, like, the reason that I started wearing X brand originally was they were in MTA catalog. My buddy was a dealer. Um, they were in, they were really well priced. And, and then when I contacted X brand the first time, Rich Taylor answers the phone. You know, it, it wasn't like an operator and it got run around and he took care of what I needed and he's always taken care of what I needed. And the, the customer service to me, is why I go with the company because I'm not being paid to wear stuff like, you know, some of the pros are, you know, I don't know what your deal is, but I, I wear what works for me, what I like and what customer service I can get. And in my opinion, there is no better goggle customer service than X brand and Rich Taylor. Yeah, for sure. I'm right there with you. Definitely. We uh, actually just ordered some more stuff for this weekend and I called them up said, Hey, we need, you know, we need this, this and this and, Next day, yep. he ordered it and had it at my door, you know, within two days. So I was like, hey, that was pretty easy, you know? Like, right. how could you go wrong with it? Yeah, yeah, well, I may come see you. I may need some tear-offs because I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I actually, I actually kept a couple packs. But anyway, go ahead. No, go ahead, but uh, so you're doing all the nationals and everything like that. And what are you doing for training right now? Where are you training at and all that kind of stuff? Um, so I've been kind of bouncing around. Just I live, like, on the east side of Dallas. Um, yeah. So I've been kind of bouncing around a few tracks. Um, I've been riding it underground quite a bit. Um, yeah, I saw you out there before also, I was hurt. Go ahead, go ahead, Ben. Hi. Sorry. Um, I was uh, training or just riding at uh, the South Central MX track, um, which was previously called the Edge. Yep. Um, that's over in Canton. I rode there uh, Saturday, Sunday. Um, I love that really place. Really good. I was, that was my first time there this last weekend, and um, they had the vet track open on Saturday, and then the national track open on Sunday. So um, I kind of got to experience both tracks, and they were definitely uh, worth going back. So um, yeah. those kind of the two main tracks that I've been riding at. I'm um, going up to Compound 77 occasionally, but it's about an hour and a half to two hour drive for me, so I don't really go up there a whole lot. But the track is definitely worth it. Yeah, I haven't been to South Central since Vernon took it over. I, I'd been out there a number of times when it was the edge. and Yeah, that place is fantastic. And yeah, it's good. Doc, Doc was saying uh, that he, he trains at Underground. Like He's injured right now, so he hasn't been out there. He got he got injured at the Loretta Qualifiers at Millville. Millville yeah. Well, he, he had broke his wrist at Daytona Amateur Day, and then he rebroke it at Millville. But he trains at Underground, so he's seen you out there a little bit. Oh, yeah. Well, man, um, yeah, I, I, I really hope that to see you this weekend. I'd love to see you get a top ten, man. That would nothing would please me more than seeing you run up there in the top ten and just keep improving. You're you're one of the good guys, and a, you know I know you're originally from Alaska, but you know we claim you as a Texan, obviously. And and I just I want to see you continue to prove. And and I know Supercross, man. That's probably where you'll you kind of shine in Supercross, in my opinion. Do you have a preference? You do you like one more than the other? Um, I mean, I, I, I used to like outdoors, hands down, way better than Supercross, um, but 
as I'm getting older, I kind of like the Supercross better because you don't have to work as hard. But <laughs> I can see that. Um, you know, you don't get as dirty. You don't get cane and bruise welts everywhere. But um, I like I like outdoors. It's it's actually better racing. It's funner. Um, as kind of weird and as stupid as that sounds, you know, there there's there's like a pain and like struggle of like doing 35 minutes and then resting and then do another 35 yeah. minutes but it's a lot of work but it's actually funner to race and I... and, and, and the environment is funner um supergrass it's it, it's kind of like a win-win because supergrass is, is good because you make more money um you don't have the the dirtiness the the pain of bruce you don't have the blood sweat and tears but supercross is, is also fun too because it's just a different environment yeah, so hey, outside of moto, what I know you probably have very little downtime. Um, but like what are your interests? What do you and your wife like to do when you get a break? Like this last weekend, you had you had a week off. Did you guys do anything cool? Um this weekend no. Um I I didn't we didn't do anything. We were planning on going camping. We like we really like outdoor stuff. Um going just like I don't know. It's, it's just kind of like with racing. You're so caught up in, in training and racing and the high, high intense, uh, like pace. And so whenever I can, I like to just do the complete opposite and do nothing right. and go camping and just kick back and just, you know, light a fire and go fishing and just, you know, do the opposite of that. And we're going to go do that. Um, go up to Oklahoma or Arkansas or something, but, um, and it, some stuff came up and I ended up not going camping. And then they have going riding. So <laughs> there you go, right? Um, but um, that's right. Know, you we, we like to just kind of get on the outdoor stuff and, and kind of get in the woods. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I just asked you what you did this weekend. You just told me you rode at South Central. I'm sorry. That was a dumb question on my part. But um, so hey, I got one last thing here. One of our listeners asked. Uh, it's D- DMC Govney underscore twenty three on Instagram. He he wanted to know what clutches you run and why. Uh, we have Hanson clutches. Um, they, I, I honestly don't replace clutches. I could, I could go five, six nationals on the same clutch, um, and same with Supercross. I, I don't go through clutches, and I've noticed Hanson has a really good quality um, in theirs, and they actually have a, a new clutch that just came out. Um, it's a nine-plate uh, pack. I'm not sure the exact name of it, but... Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit different, and which we've been running, um, and it's been good. Awesome. Well, Ben, thank you so much for giving us some of your time, um, and I look forward to seeing you this weekend. I'll definitely swing by and say hi, and maybe we can do a little pre-race or post-race something, or you know, record something, see how your day goes. Yeah, that sounds good. And come on, come on by the truck and see what's up. I will do, man. Ben, thank you so much. Yeah, uh, thank you. See you later, man. All right, have a good night, bud. Thanks. Phoenix Racing, Rockford Fosgates, Ben Lomade, number 907, the Alaska Assassin. What do you think? Good guy. He's a good dude. Huh? Have you ever got the chance to actually visit with him? I know yeah, you said I've, you've seen him at it underground. I've, I've talked with him a couple of times yeah. out there at underground and sat down and talked to him for a good 30 minutes. He's just a really all-around good guy. Yeah, he, he crushed it at Pro Challenge last year. Yeah, yeah, out there. I like seeing those guys come out to, to <laughs> Swan at the Pro Challenge. 
Got, um, gonna go into our last break of the night, and we'll be back with Privateer TJ Albright. back our next guest is brought to you by all sport dynamics wrist braces all sport dynamic wrist braces are the helmet for your wrists top riders like weston pike adam Cirillo, joe Sivacci, and many more trust all sport dynamics so check them out at motocrosswristbrace.com or follow them at wrist brace guy on instagram or you can email me darkside mx3 at aol and i will get you hooked up our next guest is a True privateer in the 250 class, TJ Albright. What's up, buddy? Oh, nothing. Not too much going on here. How are you guys? We're doing good. We're uh, just suffering this Texas heat. Doc, uh, unfortunately, has rebroke his wrist at Millville at the Loretta qualifiers a few weeks ago, so he's pretty damn bored, to be honest. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I remember I broke my uh, leg back in February, and... I was like, oh, six weeks off, it wouldn't be too bad, but day two, you're, you're bored, you're staring at the wall, not doing nothing. Yeah, we're out looking at the bike. Yeah. What can I do to the bike to, <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. God it's been a while since I've been injured, and uh, I'm too old to get hurt anymore. I don't need that crap. Yeah. Well, TJ, tell us about your season so far. Uh, you've made four of the rounds, I believe. Uh, High Point, Muddy Creek, Redbud, Southwick. Um, you know, wh- how, what's your experience been like? Uh, it's actually been pretty good. I started off at uh, High Point, and that went that went pretty good for my first one. And then Muddy Creek was we struggled a little bit at Muddy Creek, and then I actually bumped up to the 450 class for Southwick. And uh, just so you know, I wasn't beating on my 250 in the sand, <laughs> and uh, it actually went pretty good. The first model, I think I got 24th, mm-hmm. and then the second model, I got eighth place full shot, and or eighth place start, and uh, I ran like three or four laps right behind Cooper Webb, so that was pretty good to be up there and, uh, you know, seeing what that, like, intensity and speed was like there, but uh, being up there, I kind of froze up, didn't really breathe for two, three laps, and it kind of caught up to me, and uh, I was feeling it at the end of the moto, that's for sure. And then uh, Red, Red Blood Rings, the 250 
and uh, it went pretty good. I actually, in the, the morning, I um, crashed in practice, and I took a brake lever to my thigh. Oh, wow. And I, yeah, and I, uh, the or, yeah, brake lever uh, bent when it hit me and everything, so it hit me pretty hard. So I was struggling with that all day, but we were able to pull through and get some good results. Yeah, I bet I would imagine um, getting a good start like that. the The intimidation factor was probably pretty high. You, you, is that why you're kind of holding your breath a little bit and getting tight? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. I would say that, but a lot of it too was uh, just you're you're in the moment. You you want you're like that's like what you dream of. You know, being up there battling with factory guys, and then you know you realize that two three laps go by and you weren't really breathing. You're right. just you know going so. We're losing you, TJ. You still there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I thought we lost you for a second. So tell us about, you know, like how you train during the week. I'm sure you get you and your dad drive up to all the different races. You know, what is your week like? You know, the, the week, let's say the week before Redbud, what's your week like? So um, I'm, my dad stays up in New York uh, and works. And then I'm actually uh, down here in Georgia. And, um, I actually am, you know, grateful enough that I get to go out to Justin Barsha's house and ride during the week. So that, that's been, uh, helping me a bunch. Me and my trainer doing things to go out there and we get to ride with Justin and, you know, it's hard to pass off opportunity like that. Yeah. Um, we get to go out there and do that. And then when we leave Thursday on the race, um, I drive up. My dad either, my dad usually drives in and then just meet him there on the weekend. And then, you know, that's about it. But it's actually, I'm pretty solid, like, for a privateer to come back to, like, a home base and down here in Georgia and then be able to ride with Justin during the week. It's definitely, you know, beneficial and been helping me. Yeah, that's pretty rad. How, how did that come about? Um, My trainer, Dylan Tanner, actually knows him. And we um, normally ride at GPS here at the practice facility. And one day, we just like, muddy here. And um, we he texted Justin asking if he was riding, and he was like, "Yeah, come on out." And then, like one day led him to the next, and then it's been like the past two months. Nice, yeah, you can't beat that. Like Doc here, he trains out here in Texas at Underground and uh, at Kyle Regal's place, and Ben Lemay's rode out there a little bit. So yeah, anytime you can ride with guys that are at a, a level above or whatever, I'm sure there's so much you can learn and take from that. Yeah, exactly. If you just go out there and watch those guys, you you learn a bunch, let alone riding with them. You know? Yeah. Now, if if I'm not mistaken, you used to do some BMX racing. Is that right? Yeah, it was. Um, I started racing when I was like four, and I basically raced all the way up until I was ten on, on factory teams and all that good stuff. So what can you take from BMX racing that translate to motocross? Like McGrath was really well known for that's what he did. He did BMX. And in that era, he kind of changed the way racing was. He was the guy staying lower um, over the jumps. You know, it wasn't necessarily scrubbing like they do now, but he had a technique that he brought from BMX that really improved probably all everybody's riding. What did you, what do you see that you bring over from BMX that helps you? You know, I think it helps a lot in, um, you know, like Supercross and Arena, arena Cross isn't around no more, but I raced that this past year. I think mm-hmm. it helped me a lot with that, like that, that tighter racing close to each other, you know, intensity. 
that definitely, I'd say it helps me with that. And I, a lot of people, like, I remember when I first started riding Supercross and Arena Cross, my first couple of days, they were like, oh, have you rode this before? I'm like, no, but I think it's just from, like, my bicycle background. Like, I almost feel more comfortable in that type of stuff. Cause that's, like, that's what I can relate a lot of BMX to, like, Supercross and Arena Cross. Cool. Right on. Yeah, so uh, on a whole different subject, Loretta's is coming up in a, a few weeks, and uh, I just wanted to know what's your, your best memory from Loretta's? Um, well, a lot of people know you have more bad memories from Loretta's than good, <laughs> but uh, my best memory probably is, uh, I'd have to say the year I got second overall on 250B. That was, a, that was a pretty good moment, and it was one of the easier drives home. <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, your dad, you know, um, he introduced himself to me at Muddy Creek. And tell me a little bit about your dad's influence on on your riding, your BMX growing up. You know, uh, like, was he was he a moto guy or a BMX guy? And that's how you kind of got into it? Yes. Um, he actually, he has a pro title in BMX. And I remember growing up um, being like, well, everyone when they're young, everyone wants to do what their dad wants to do. So I was like, oh, I want to do this. I want, I want to do what dad does. And then um, I happened to be pretty good at it. So then I was starting to win. And then, uh, like, at first I was getting kind of hand-me-downs from his sponsors for me. And then I started doing it. I started winning. And then I got my, my own sponsors. And then I remember the first time we, uh, I got an offer to go ride for a different team because we both were on the same team. And that was kind of, like, heartbreaking. Like, I could tell, like, he didn't really want me to do it. But yeah. for some reason, as a kid, I'm like, oh, I want to do this, blah, blah, blah. So then, and then we ended up, I ended up going back to that team. So then we were on the same team again. And then uh, I remember the day that I told him I didn't want to do it. And it was like, you could see that he was heartbroken. So. But uh, he never really did moto. I got into moto through, uh, through my uncle. Okay. That's pretty cool, though, being able to be on the same team as your dad at a high level in a sport like that. I mean, I, I would assume that probably doesn't happen very often in sports. I can't really just off the top of my head think of too many things like that. But to be able to compete and share that time with your dad, I mean, how, how lucky are you? No, yeah, for sure. It's like it's definitely a moment that, you know, it's hard to do it when you're young. But, like, looking back on it now, I wish, like, we were, like I almost wish that I took more advantage of it. But... I was so young that really you're just a kid and yeah. you run around and go eat snow cones and right, ride right. A bicycle. Well, that that that's pretty typical of any kid, but yeah, at least you have those memories, and you'll always have those memories. That's that's a pretty rad thing. You're lucky. I, I mean, I got to grow grow up riding with my dad out in the desert. We didn't race or compete, but I have those memories. Doc, you know, Doc's dad, he races with me in the amateur. You know, plus. 35 or how old he, he is now the old people and class yeah the old guy class and but they he still has those memories of doing this sport that we love with with her dad it's pretty pretty fantastic yeah, it's pretty awesome so speaking of yeah. bmx i guess there's a big event in minneapolis this weekend that i, I was hearing about on pulp or is that something that you may try to swing up to um i was actually i heard uh, connor talk about that on pulp too um I think it's the same day. So oh, I don't it's think Saturday. Be able to, yeah. I got you. That, they sound like a pretty cool event, though. I mean, some I guess they're raising some money for uh, Dave Mira's family and um, who was the? I don't remember who the other rider was. Uh, yeah, I don't. Um, well, 
you know, it's still a pretty cool thing. I, I'd love to be able to swing up there, but yeah, Saturday's going to be pretty damn busy for you and and me a little bit. So I'll be I'll be watching anyway. <laughs> yeah. So this is um you know you you've made a bunch of races. How many more of the rounds are you planning on making? Are you going to try to do the rest of them? Uh yeah, that's my well my plan is to do Millville and then unfortunately I don't think I'll be able to go out to watch Well, That's just too that's far, pretty far. And then uh, I'll probably come back down here and have two weeks and then head up home for Unadilla, Bud Creek, and Ironman. So I'll do all the rest except Washougal. Okay, cool. Well, tell me, TJ, you know, you've been in the series now, for, you know, about a month or so, and you ran some races last year, if I'm not mistaken, too. Is that right? No, my first ever one was High Point. Okay, oh, that's right, that's right. I, shit, I knew that. Anyway, well, what are some things that you could see that would improve – the experience that you have, you know, I mean, it's a struggle for privateers. There's not a lot of money in in the nationals, you know. Um, what are two or three things that you see that would help guys at your level out improve the series and make more rounds? You know, what what can you see? The biggest one is, is purse money. I mean, I was adding it up, and, you know, we're barely, barely breaking even. And, you know, I'm, I'm – I mean, I'm not getting in the top 20. Maybe it's a little better in there, but I'm right around 20th every moto. And, you know, you're making, you know, four or 500 bucks. Yeah. Which really isn't, isn't really, you know, a lot when you're, you know, you're spending that on a hotel and race entry. Sure. But the main thing is, you know, I think one is the purse money, two, two and three have to be the cost of everything. I mean, we have to buy a, Five hundred dollars or four hundred dollars super or outdoor license, and then we also have to pay three hundred dollars to race each round. I mean, that's kind of kind of crazy. Yeah, I think that's a, a one of the. Those are really the primary complaints I hear: is the purse money's a little low, or maybe a lot low, and then the, the fact that you guys have to pay to race that. And in most sports, and, and it's hard to compare our sport to most other sports, but I, you know, I don't know that. I don't know if the NASCAR drivers are paying an entry fee to, to show up and race NASCAR. You know, I, I don't know. But it it seems like you guys are the show, you know. I mean, you're the reason that we're coming to watch. The fact that you have to pay to do that, it seems a little strange to me. I'm not a promoter. I'm not a track owner. So I, I don't want to say one way or the other. But I definitely think if we want our sport to survive, privateers are a key to that. And it has to be made where it's feasible because – we need all we need all the turnout you know we it'd be great to have have to have qualify you know a, a full gate every week you know and and guys battling to make that gate yeah and like there's reasons why i feel that the west coast there's there's like doesn't get as many entries because you read but i plan on racing the 450 class again there um and i got denied my entry because uh, there was too many people, but I feel California kids or pro riders out there, they, you know, they've been around a long time and they're, they're over it. I feel like that's why there isn't really a lot of entries for Hangtown to the and then you come east, there's just so many guys that you don't really get to see the people that are, you know, over, over the cost. Right. Well, I'm, uh, I'm impressed with what you do. It's, it's not an easy task. And I know down the road, Doc here in studio wants to be able to probably try to take the same path you're doing and, and make, Definitely. make a run at some nationals. And it's not easy, man. And, and you, I'm sure that it comes from the love of the sport. This is why you're doing it. Like you say, barely breaking even, you know, struggling, training, finding places to ride, 
traveling. I mean, it all comes from a love of a sport that I love, and I love being able to come out and watch you guys ride. So I appreciate what you do, TJ. Yeah, it, it's definitely a, it's definitely a struggle every weekend, but you know, I definitely wouldn't at this time, like right now in my life, I wouldn't want to really be doing anything different. Yeah, soak it up, man. Enjoy it. You know, you know as well as anybody, it's not going to last forever. And, uh, man, having your dad there at the rounds and just enjoy that moment, enjoy the weekends, and just keep doing what you love, brother. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's memories you'll never, you'll never be able to, you know. It's cost a lot of money, but it's memories you'll never be able to, you know, make without spending the money. For sure. So, hey, before we let you go, um, tell us tell us your sponsors, anybody that helps you out, give them a shout-out. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd like to thank Tim and Heather at TCD Suspension. They they helped me out a bunch. Um, Fly Racing. I've been actually been with Fly ever since I uh, my first – they were my first sponsor for BMX, and I've been with them ever since, up until now, so about 12 years. And then uh, Scott Goggles. My dad, he he does more than it, more than he needs to for me. My tra- trainer Dylan Turner, my whole family, and then you know, recently I just uh, got together with uh, Vaughn Smith. He owns a uh, like a concrete crushing and recycling business in uh, Michigan. It's called Mid Michigan Crushing Recycling. So he's gonna he's gonna be helping me out. So I'm grateful for that. And yeah, uh, Mike from Sandbox King, and then you know that's about it. Cool, man. Well, TJ, appreciate you coming on tonight. We love having the privateers on here. It's the backbone of the sport, uh, the heart of the sport. So thank you, man. No, thank you for having me. Absolutely. And we'll, uh, I'll see you this weekend. I'll be up there by Wednesday, I guess. I'm racing amateur day. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I plan on leaving Wednesday, but I won't get there until about Friday sometime. i got like a 23-hour drive. So. I think ours Man. is 17 or something like that, but there's it's like about, four. It's 17. There's four of us, so we're just going to, you know, drive straight through. We're going to switch out, out knock it out. Oh, yeah, there you go. All right, TJ. Well, you have a good night, and I'll see you this weekend, bud. See you later, man. All right, sounds good. See you guys later. Thanks, man. See ya. Bye. Privateers, privateer life—that's a struggle. It's part of motocross. <laughs> yeah, it is. Big part. I mean, it's it's what started the sport to begin with. True. Yeah. So you know, there's all there can only be a few uh, at any level of any sport or of anything in the in life. Only a few of those elite top guys. But it takes guys like TJ and you one day. You know, and you know, I mean, think it wasn't that long ago that Weston Pike was a privateer. True. Alex yeah. Ray's a privateer. He got a shot. You know, at the at the factory, you got a filling rod. I mean, it, you you got to go out there. You got to fight through and struggle and show what you have if you're going to get to that next level. Not everybody exactly. can be the top, you know, mini rider and the top 250 whatever college yeah. boy and, and and get that factory ride. There there has to be guys like the working class guys. Definitely, pretty rad. Well, all right, we're gonna wrap this thing up. Um, you guys know the deal. Patreon. MX Girl Design, Shock Socks, All Sport Dynamics, Mad Jack Synthetics, Dane Evans, Amsoil, all those people that make this show happen. We appreciate it. Um, I know it's kind of a shorter show tonight. I got to get home and get packed, man. I've got to get on the road in the morning. I got stuff to do with my family before I go, but I'm going to do everything I can to get a bunch of content this weekend. Um, I will do my best to find some Wi-Fi and post uh, the next episode of The Podium. If you guys are listening to this, I have a bunch of those in the can, as they say, pre-recorded. 
So um, I've got one with Tyler Antonap. I've got one with Weege. I've got one with Ralph Shaheen. I'm trying to think what else I have just off the top of my head. Guys, let me know. Of the three I just mentioned, which one you want me to post on Thursday. And whatever gets the most votes, I'll post it up. And if I, if I can find some Wi-Fi on Thursday, if not, I'll do it whenever they get the Wi-Fi up at the media tent. But until next week, we're out of here. Doc, thanks for sitting in, buddy. Yeah, see ya. All right, we'll see you next time.